This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. Israel's Supreme Court has overturned changes to the country's judiciary law, backed by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Critics said the law would have weakened the country's democratic institutions. It was a subject of months of protests, as NPR's Brian Mann reports. The change passed in July by a right-wing coalition in Israel's parliament sparked protests and rallies across the country. It was struck down Monday on a narrow 8-7 to vote by the justices. In a statement posted on social media, Israel's Supreme Court said the changes would have caused, quote, unprecedented harm to Israel as a democratic state. Netanyahu's Likud party issued a statement Monday saying the ruling by the court is against the will of the people in a time of war. This summer, Netanyahu's political partner suggested they might challenge the legitimacy of the court if it overturned the law, which means this decision could set up a potential constitutional crisis at a time when Israel's army is embroiled in heavy fighting against Hamas in Gaza. Brian Mann, NPR News. Rescue teams in Japan struggling to reach isolated areas hit by that New Year's Day earthquake. Thousands of army personnel and first responders have been mobilized. But roads are badly damaged or blocked by landslides. NPR's Anthony Kuhn reports on the government's response. They have uh, taken in tens of thousands of people at evacuation centers. They have mobilized the military to provide relief and rescue. Three prefectures near the epicenter have applied a disaster relief law, which uh, ensures that they will get the help they need. Japan's Kyoto News Agency is reporting that more than 20 people were killed. Officials say there have been more than 140 tremors since the quake first hit on Monday. In South Korea, authorities say opposition party leader Lee Jae-mong is conscious and not in critical condition after being stabbed in the neck. Lee was attacked during a visit to the southern port city of Busan on Tuesday. His assailant is in police custody. More than 300,000 of New Jersey's hourly employees will see a bump in pay when they start work on Tuesday. Bruce Comviser reports that the state's new minimum wage now tops $15 an hour. The latest wage hike is the culmination of a six-year effort by Governor Phil Murphy to help low-wage employees catch up with ever-rising prices. When the Democratic governor took office six years ago, the state's minimum wage was $8.60 an hour. Five years ago, he signed a bill into law that would raise the hourly wage to at least $15 by the start of 2024. Due to inflation, the new minimum is now set at $15.13. Going forward, the state law also calls for the minimum wage to keep pace with inflation as measured by the Consumer Price Index. Six other states also require at least a $15 hourly minimum, but the federal minimum wage is just $7.25 and has an increase since 2009. For NPR News, I'm Bruce Conviser in Greenbrook, New Jersey. And this is NPR News. Authorities in Rochester, New York, have alerted the FBI and brought in an arson team to help in the investigation into a fiery crash outside the Kodak Center. The two-vehicle crash happened midnight Monday as officers were directing traffic following a New Year's Eve concert. Police say at least a dozen gasoline canisters were found in and around one of the vehicles after the fire was put out. ABC News is reporting the crash is being investigated as a possible terrorism incident. Birth control pills and 
using condoms, the most widely used forms of contraception in the U.S. That's according to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as NPR's Ping Huang reports. More than 99 percent of women who have sex with men have used some form of contraception to prevent pregnancy. A new survey from the CDC also finds that almost 90 percent have tried a reversible chemical method, such as a pill, a patch, a ring, or an intrauterine device, or IUD. Use of condoms and birth control pills is slightly higher today than it was 10 years ago, and the use of IUDs has tripled in the past decade. More than one in five sexually active women has tried one. The report also found that around 30 percent of women who previously used an IUD had switched to other methods. The same goes for the pill, mostly because they did not like the side effects. Ping Huang, NPR News. Michigan waiting to see who its opponent will be in next week's college football national championship. Michigan advanced with a Rose Bowl victory over Alabama Monday night. The Wolverines will play the winner of the Sugar Bowl, Washington leading Texas in the fourth quarter. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News.